What's up everybody? So today I'm going to be talking about a program that I wrote off for a long time and then I came back around to eat my own words. And yeah, so I'm going to be detailing why I was wrong about 75 hard. So this program, it was created by Andy Frisella. He is the CEO of First Form, which is a big supplement company. And I'd heard about this program for a long time. I'm assuming that if you're listening to this, you probably have heard about it at some point. And it, it, so it's an extreme program in nature, and it revolves around 75 days is the challenge. And in those 75 days for every single day, um, it is required to work out twice, each one 45 minutes. One of those must be outdoors. Um, and there needs to be some spacing between them, so you can't just do like a – 90 minute workout and call it good. There has to be some level of spacing in between them. So you have to make two separate decisions to work out throughout the day. Um, you have to drink one gallon of water, take one progress picture daily, um, adhere to some kind of diet that it doesn't necessarily mean a weight loss diet. It could be trying to gain muscles. You need to eat in a caloric surplus, but some kind of uh, structured eating pattern. And also there is no alcohol allowed and there's no cheap meals allowed and there is no deviation from the diet allowed. Um, and also 10 pages of self-improvement book you need to be reading. Reading? That's definitely not right. Read every single day. And if any of those multiple tasks are not completed over the course of a day, 24-hour period, then you have to start back at day one. And it doesn't matter. There, There is no room for error. There is no room for, well, I forgot, which I'll get into because I definitely went through that. Um, there's no room for that. No matter what, it doesn't matter if you're on day 74. If you forget to do one thing on day 74, you start back at day one. There's no exception. And for backstory on, I wrote this program off because I was really entrenched in the fitness community. And the fitness community sees so many diets come and go, like weight loss diets. You can look at Weight Watchers. You can look at Keto was a huge fad for a while. Paleo. There's There's a million different diets that people have tried. That are usually very extreme in nature. People feel like it's going to be the one thing that makes them finally lose the weight for good, get down to their dream body, and then it's very extreme, so they can't sustain it. They eventually deviate from the program. They feel bad um, that they deviated. They quit the program. They quit whatever the diet is, and then they go back to just as bad, if not worse, than they were before, gain all the weight back that they lost. And that vicious cycle goes on and on and on for most people. And a lot of people have use 75 hard in an attempt to lose weight some have been successful some haven't there's obviously you know pros and cons to it um, but i just looked at it as this is just another fad diet that's come along that people are going to try for a while it's going to kind of go away and i just wrote it off as this is a worthless weight loss program <clears throat> so fast forward um years actually and I went from working in construction for many years, uh, almost four, to starting a sales job. It's a really big contrast. I don't know why my camera just flashed, um, but it's a really big contrast, right? So I went from working outside, exerting my body, doing a very physical job, to coming inside, sitting at a desk, talking on the phone with people, and it was a really big switch. Uh, and I, I knew that there was going to be a requirement for me to switch things around to adapt to this new job, but I didn't 
understand the level of, of change that I was going to have to go through to, to be successful at this job. Um, I didn't know the specifics, I guess I should say. I knew it was going to require a lot of change on my part, but I didn't know the specifics of what that was going to look like. Um, so I, I you know, dive into this job, huge switch, um, especially starting off because I didn't have an extensive background in sales. There was so much information. There still is, but especially in the first two weeks, there was so much information. I mean, it was like drinking from a fire hose of all this different software to learn, all these different um, conversational tools to learn. Um, and, and there was so much, it, 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 it was very overwhelming. It was very stressful. Um, and, and there was just a lot going on, like brain is exploding, trying to take in all this information. And if, uh, there was a lot, it felt very chaotic and very bumpy. Um, a lot of like highs where something would go really well, I'd be like, oh, awesome, I'm getting it. And then uh, I do something where um, I'd have a bad conversation or I'd mess something up. And then you hit that super low, we're like, I'm never going to figure this out. And there was this huge roller coaster of really high highs, really low lows. And it just was very chaotic, like a lot of things going on. And I really, I, I was starting to see some gaps in how I, I, not how I was doing, but I was seeing gaps between the person who would do well at this job. So like the, the version of me that I imagined that would do well at this job, what I felt he needed to do, and then where I was, there was a very big gap there. There still is, but I was becoming more and more aware of how big that gap was. And so I was, I want to be good at this job, obviously. So I, I was trying to understand like what do I need to do to close this gap quicker? And there, there's a few levels of that where I was like, okay, there's obviously the technical side of I need, I need to just get better at guiding the conversations, taking leadership in the conversations, um, having a natural flow to it. I, all these things are important, right? But there also is this huge piece that I didn't fully understand when I came in, which was how I feel about myself and my physiology, like how I'm feeling day to day. Because it, it seems, I think, counterintuitive to most people to... To look at a job where you sit down at a desk and talk for hours, like why would it be important to be really dialed in physically and to be working out a lot? And and I knew that it was important to feel good, but I really saw that like the difference between if I worked out in the morning versus didn't, my conversations were way better on days I worked out versus days I didn't. And, and I really saw the connection between my internal state and then what I'm putting out because like we're all very tuned in whether we know it or not to someone else's internal state. Like people can tell if someone is anxious, depressed, tired, sad, energetic. Like if someone feels good on the inside, then you reflect that to the outside based on your body language and how you speak and the tonality. And we're because of so many conversations that as adults we've had we're very in tune with that and we can pick up on those things even if we're not fully aware of it. So even over a phone call where something like body language um, can't be seen, it can be heard. So if I'm slouched forward and I don't feel good and I'm tired, then I'm going to be talking that way. But if I'm sitting up and I'm energized because I worked out and I feel good that I'm, I'm energetic and I'm, and I'm speaking in that way and the other person that I'm talking to feels that. And they're like, okay, well, this person... Um, they feel very excited. They feel, you know, they, there's just a feeling, an infectious feeling that you get from someone who's very energized and who's very excited and who's very confident in themselves. 
and that reflects in that conversation and then in turn that person feels that and is more confident in in what i'm saying so i could be saying the perfect thing but if if i'm not saying it confidently and from a place of of true confidence and truth then that's going to be felt like people can pick up on on lies people can pick up on those incongruencies so you know, I can tell someone like, oh, you've really neglected yourself over these years. And that's part of the reason that you're experiencing all these problems because you've drifted farther away from yourself and you've let your your body go and, you know, you're not in tune with yourself. If I say that and I am not in tune with myself and I'm not dialed in, I feel that. I feel the gap there. And then they're going to feel that. Whether that's really obvious or not, they will feel that. So I realized in doing this job that there was a gap like there was there was a lot I had to work on and, and part of it was I kept the exact same workouts as I was when I was working a physical job so then I transitioned into sitting at a desk and the gap in what I was doing physically versus what I'm doing now was was really extensive so I, I just realized that one I wasn't doing enough like I there's just an edge to things that I feel if I don't really exert myself hard every single day or or, or most days there's exceptions but most days so the, the first step was just like okay I need to do more physically I need to exert myself more physically in order to feel good because that energizes me that makes me feel better and have better conversations so that was the first step um, and as I ran across Andrew Fursell's podcast, I started listening to him talk about it and how he created the program as a mental challenge, a way to um, essentially engage in a science experiment where the experiment is you, where the entire thought process behind this program and why it's so extreme is this, it's an experiment to see what would happen to you, what would happen to your life if you were super dialed in. What if you were just working out like super consistently, you were just crushing it on that regard, your physiology was really in alignment. What if you were reading a self-improvement book and taking in good information, um, putting you know, not only good food into your body, but good, um, good media, good, like putting good things into your mind in addition to the food you put in, in addition to drinking the water. If you were dialed in across all those things, what, what would your life look like? What would you feel like? How would you act if you were that dialed in? And it was a very attractive thing to me. The roadblock that I encountered was in my mind, I was like, I need to be putting all this effort into being good at my job. I need to work on things that are job related. So all this time that this program would take, I should be putting it into my job. So I don't have time to do the program because of my job. That was the excuse that I had, even though like, like looking back at it, it was such a terrible excuse. Cause it's like all this time that this program takes, am I really using all that to improve at my job? Like the answer is no, the answer is definitely no. That's a complete lie. A complete lie. I told myself um, so with, with that plan in the background, I thought about doing this program after hearing enough about it. I thought about doing it, but I came up with that excuse and then I kind of moved on, um, from that spate. Fast forward. Well, I don't know why I'm so shaky now. Fast forward. And I was on a meeting, um, a bunch of people in the meeting, um, it included the owner of a company I'm working for. And something he said really stuck out to me. He said that, the work that makes you cringe is the work that you need to do to get to the next level. And when he said that, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. What's the work that's making me cringe? And and the, what I came up with, the first answer I had was doing 75 hard. That made me cringe. I was just like, I don't think I want to do that. And that's when I realized, like, oh, I have to do this now. Um, 
the avoidance is actually the discomfort that I need to fully dive into. So I was like, fine, I'll do the program. I'll at least try it and I'll see what happens. I start the program and it was very interesting. The first week, the first week was the easiest for me just because there's that, um, there's, there's that excitement that goes with it where I'm like, I'm doing this program. Yeah, let's go. Rah, rah. There's that excitement there. And that fades away after the first week. After the first week, then it was just like, oh, okay, now I have to work out twice today. I have to make sure I drink this gallon of water and do all these different things. And it becomes uh, more monotonous. I think that's really when the work starts because when you have that monotonous feeling, um, it, it becomes harder to do things. And when when you can push through that and do the things anyway, that's where the real growth happens because it starts actually building that, that mental muscle of engaging in the important work regardless of the internal state or regardless how I feel. And I'm, and this is something that I learned from ultras that part of the reason I, I love running ultras, I love running in general, is that continually doing that over and over again, it creates this intense level of confidence where it's just like not many people are doing this. Most people, when they feel tired, they're not making themselves get out and work out anyway. They're not, they're not pushing through that level. That's the baseline of where most people stop. And there's this feeling of, well, I am pushing through that layer. And as I push through this layer, it is transforming me into this new person that can actually keep his promises to himself that can do what he set out to do and it just instills this very deep sense of confidence this, uh, of self-belief that what i say i do i will do and i will figure out a way to do it and that is the biggest piece that i've gotten from ultras is it's continuing to build that to a higher and higher level and as the distances have gone up that's the reason I've went from running a marathon to a 50k and a hundred doing you know, up to a hundred miler then have my sights on a 200 miler because it's just going through um, thicker and thicker layers and every time you emerge through one of those layers you transform on the other side as this new person who now has this new level of confidence this new level of belief and all the lessons that come along the way with that and so with this program it was just one of those thick layers where it's like if I can get through this I think I'm going to be not the person that I want to become because I don't think it's as simple as doing the program, but I think it's going to take me one step closer to there. And I, when really looking at this job and what it required, there it required so much more of me than any job I've had, even the Army. It requires so much more of me than all those other jobs. It, it requires so much more consistency and, and desire and vision and will so much more into it that in order to be good at it, I knew I can't stay the same. I can't be the same person as I was a year ago and be successful at this job in order to, and you know, cause how, how would I say it? I would say like taking the job, it like pulled me into this new level, but there's still were a, a large chunk of myself that was at the lower level. And now I'm in the process of trying to pull up all those pieces up to this new level, kind of like a rubber band and slowly coming up and everything else is slowly coming up with me. And then once I get to that new level and I pulled all those pieces up, then there's another level to get through. And that's just the way life works. But for right now, trying to get to that next level to the version of myself that would be good at that job, it's going to require a lot more of me. And part of that is, is doing something like this program 
Because more than anything else, if I'm going to be talking to people and giving advice and giving insight and trying to guide someone in the right direction, sometimes, you know, the guys are going to be 20 years older than me. They're going to be successful business owners. And if I'm not super dialed in personally, then who am I to tell them where they're going wrong or something that they should be doing? Like, right? There's there's no place for that for a 30-year-old or almost 30-year-old to be telling a 50-year-old something that he should be doing or or giving him insight that he has lost himself along the way and he's not taking care of himself anymore and that's why this problem is popping up. I can't say that if I'm not dialed in on all those aspects because then it's just like the pot calling the kettle black and I will feel that and then that will change the way I speak and he will feel that. So to be successful at this, it requires me to live what I'm preaching essentially. Otherwise, you know, maybe some people can, can, can just lie and not be that person and tell someone that maybe someone, some people can do that. And some people probably can, I can't do that. And it also plays into like my skill level in the job is not high enough to do that even if I wanted to. Right. So what I lack in skill, I have to make up for uncertainty in how I'm living my life, certainty in in myself, and I don't know where I want to go with that. Certainty in myself and, and just how I'm conducting myself. So like I have to make up the skill gap by by doing all these things. Whereas if someone's super, super skilled at sales, then maybe they can get by on not being super dialed in physically um, or super dialed in however they're living their life, they, they might be able to get away with that because their skill level is so high and they just know what to say. But I can't do that. So I'm going to have to do these things to to bridge that gap in skill. And, and I feel like once I get to the point where my skill is very high and I'm doing these things, then I can be very exceptional at my job. But until then, I just have to do all these things in order to feel really confident and really good so that then I can enter any conversation with that feeling and be able to guide that conversation in the proper way. Because at the end of the day, if I mess up, then there are like ramifications for that. And I think about that on my calls because it's, you know, relationship coaching for the company that, you know, that I work for does. And if I don't do well on a call, that might lead to a guy not being confident in the program and joining the program. So he decides not to do it. And then because of that, his marriage falls apart his family falls apart and it's not my fault, but it is something that I could have helped him avoid had I been dialed in on these other things. So there's this sense of I'm doing it for myself, but I'm also doing it because it's really important for other people. So it's just weird um, cycle of like, I'm doing it for myself, but I'm also doing it for other people. And And it creates this thing where, you know, there's so many days where I don't want to work out in the morning. I don't want to do this. And then I just think like, well, what, you know, what if I have a conversation that I could have moved the guy forward if I'd have done better, if I'd have felt good, but now he's just going to go off and do his own thing and probably not do well at it because otherwise I wouldn't be talking with him if he was doing well at it. So there's there's a, almost this level of perceived responsibility to, to do it. And I, and I realized that this is something I didn't have necessarily in my other jobs. So it's it's not something that I think everyone would identify with it's like a very new thing to me to to experience that level of importance but seeing where this is taking me 
I, I really look at this program now as something that can change people's lives to to an incredible degree in whatever they're doing because the confidence in yourself a lot of times is going to dictate your entire life. So someone who has no confidence in themselves, they're not going to take risks. They're not they're going to struggle to they might never be in a relationship throughout their entire life because they're too um, too scared to engage with someone, right? Like they're not going to go up and talk to someone because they don't have confidence in themselves. So now instead of having um, a great partner for the rest of their life, they're, just, they're single and they're lonely and they feel isolated, but it comes back to their internal state where if they had a lot of confidence in themselves, they would have gone up to someone and they would have talked to them and they would have gotten married eventually. So, you know, I, you, I feel like you, people get what I'm saying where the confidence in yourself can can completely change the trajectory of your life. And honestly, it will. I think everyone across the board um, will have a much better life if they just followed through on the things that they said they would do. And then they had confidence in themselves to overcome any obstacles or challenges along the way. And that was something that I've been trying to build over the years. And I've done that with ultras and, and with you know, a lot of um, fitness related stuff. I guess it doesn't have to be fitness, but I feel like that's a big part of it. I really lacked confidence in my early life. I didn't believe, I, I wasn't confident in myself. I didn't believe I could do hard things. I didn't believe I could figure out how to work through obstacles. I didn't have any of those things. And, and I feel like if I wouldn't have started working towards addressing those things, like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be in this job a hundred percent. Like I, I, I just wouldn't be working a job that I now love. Like I, I love this job. I actually am super excited for work. Um, I'm excited to do work. Like it's Sunday as I'm filming this and I'm pumped for Monday. Like there's no part of me that's like, I don't want to work on Monday. Now, obviously there are days where I don't want to work in general. I think everyone probably experiences that, but I'm pumped to work tomorrow. Um, which like, especially if I go really far back to like the army, I was never pumped for Monday. It was always like the worst day. And then that alleviated when I was doing construction because there were, there were a lot of aspects I enjoyed. So it wasn't like I was dreading Monday, like I was in the army, but this is just even a new level of that where now I'm, uh, instead of being like, okay, tomorrow's Monday, uh, I'll, I'll be pumped for Monday. I'll be pumped to get back to work. And I never would have even gotten to that place if it wasn't for working on my own self-confidence through like running ultras. And the thing is like, it doesn't have to be an ultra. It doesn't have to be extreme, but just starting, this is why I'm so just so fucking like in on fitness is because without fitness, I wouldn't have this life experience right now. Right? So fitness has been the gateway that brought me into a place where I could have this job and I could have this experience of being pumped for Monday. And it, it, it just speaks to the level of importance that confidence has and the only way to build confidence because I like there's no reason to be confident in yourself if you haven't given yourself reasons to be confident in yourself, right? So that was part of why the first marathon I ran was so huge for me because it was like it felt like the first thing ever that I had really done that I had some level of proof that I should have some level of confidence in myself. Not a lot, but some. It gave me some evidence. And then with that evidence, I was like, okay, now I'm going to build on that and I'm going to continue to pursue that. And I, I chose to continue in running, but it can be in a lot of different things. But just doing very difficult things and working through them and whether whether there's failure along the way, like whatever the case may be, working through those things and getting to a point where if I decide I'm going to do something, 
I, I pursue it and I work through it. Like that's, a, that's an ability I didn't have before. Like the first marathon was the hardest because I had no reason to be confident in myself. So there was so much doubt and so much difficulty um, that I don't know what would have happened if I wouldn't have finished. I think that would have been a huge blow to me. So maybe in a sense, I'm lucky that I did finish. But that lack of confidence in myself, I wanted that so bad that that was actually a big reason why I did finish because like, I can't quit because I'll lose out on all all these things I've worked for, everything I put into. I'm probably rambling at this point, but this is just me brain dumping everything that's been happening to me for the last few months of trying to up level to this person that can be good at this job. And, you know, I've had moments of just complete valleys where I was just like, I'll never figure this out. I'm not going to be good at this. I I suck at this. Like, it's just not going to happen. And then taking a breath and bringing myself back and getting back into a good state and then reengaging with it and trying to figure it out. Um, I've gone through so many cycles of that. And since starting this program, the valleys are not near as low. So, like, even if I have a day where I don't do well, I don't dip down so low because I've been dialed in across these fronts, even if it is just mainly fitness and general health, whatever it is, just having that baseline there. When I feel like everything's very chaotic and I'm not sure how to proceed, it gives me a structure that like, okay, well, I'm doing these things. I'm putting in effort. It gives me something to lean on. It's it's like a, a base layer where I'm not going to drop below that because I have this foundation that I've laid out with this program, which is 75 hard. So even if I do bad, I can only fall so low because I have the program holding me at that level. And I feel like a lot of people could really benefit from this. I Like just having this very structured, systematic approach to every day. So even when things are in chaos, you have this very clear, defined task to do throughout the day. It's helped me a lot. And I think it could help a lot of people. So uh, th- this whole video is just to say that. I was wrong about 75 hard. This program has really benefited me tremendously. I, I highly recommend at least trying it or doing something related to fitness, whatever the case may be. But this really has helped me significantly. And I guess this is really just what the podcast and the channel is about is just like learning from mistakes that I have made and trying to communicate that. So if there's someone that's in a position close to me, they won't make the same mistakes. So I would just say if you're in a position where you feel very unconfident, you don't believe in yourself, um, you have a lot of really low lows, doing something very consistently, very structured every single day where you're investing into yourself with fitness and, and dialing all these things in. It could be 75 hard. It could just be running. It could be whatever. Something could be 75 hard. I would recommend it, but just something as a structure to to each day will keep you from falling super low, which will then make that when you, when you don't have it as far to bounce back, you can go way farther when you do hit a high. You can hit a much higher high because you haven't bounced so low. So that's the benefit that I've found in it. Um, it might be the benefit that you could find in it, but I, I, I recommend this program. I'm rambling at this point. That's all I got. Um, yeah, have fun, y'all. And I will probably update again in a couple weeks. Just kind of see where I'm at. Um, But yeah, that's it. Laters.